Well, hello, my awesome friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone is having a fantastically awesome day today. Hope you guys had a great, safe, awesome weekend. Enjoyed yourselves. It's on the Hagman Show on Friday. Went over a lot of detailed stuff, including what has been going on now currently with the ATF. and kind of broke it down into very basic layman's terms on what they're attempting to do right now and the unbelievably illegal, unconstitutional power grab that the ATF has now started to go out on ever since the bump fire stock ban in 2017 that has now been overturned by the Fifth Circuit Court. But as we said before, and I said it very clearly back then, giving ATF the ability to start regulating and putting out their own laws and start rewriting their own laws and interpreting their own laws. Uh, yeah, very, very bad precedent. And again, we're seeing why. So be sure to listen to that show. Also to check out the website at healthmasters.com. A lot of different brand new specials on the front page, including the product of the week, the prostate support, incredibly good product on sale right now for 15% off for only two more days. That changes on Wednesday this week and whatever wins next. Well, it looks like the NS little cysteine, the eyesight, the cinnamon extract. Be sure to vote for what you want to see win. Looks like the N-acetylcysteine is pulling pretty strong, and y'all know why. It's a very, very effective product, incredibly good detoxifier. So uh, be sure to do some research on it. Look it up if you're interested, and uh, vote for what you want to see win at healthmasters.com. And thank you again for the emails and contacts that I've gotten over the last couple of days. A lot of people have been just thanking me and getting information. Same thing to Dad, speaking truth, talking about what's really happening. So thank you for your support on that. And, uh, you know, I was interesting because I had multiple people, multiple people I know talk to me. And I was I went to Monster Jam on Saturday with my children, uh, Hunter and Kendall. They love the monster trucks over there. It was over at Raymond James in Tampa. Really, really fun event. Just seeing the massive machinery that those things are built on. And, I mean, launching sometimes 20, 30, 40 feet in the air and wrecking sometimes very bad. But really cool event. The kids love it. We usually go over a year. What's interesting about it, though, is ran into a lot of different people I knew over there, and people that know me know that I'm very, very well-versed in a lot of current topics. I do research every every day. I mean, you guys know we do the show, 10 and I do the show, and multiple people are asking me about this entire nonsensical balloon distraction all last week. And you guys know we only covered it for like one day for one minute because I told everybody from the very beginning, I said, first off – this entire thing is a complete and total controlled narrative distraction. I said, have you noticed how not one single mainstream media outlet, other than I think Tucker Carlson one night, has covered the Pfizer Project Veritas information on that Pfizer is blatantly doing gain-of-function research with what they call directed evolution and mutating viruses. And top of that, they go into Ferdy, the, the individual, the director – of that department goes into detail how the revolving door occurs with the FDA and with the pharmaceutical companies. And literally they just approve whatever they want to prove because they're going to go work for the Pfizer after they get done being on the FDA review board. And then it goes into detail as well. in this undercover video, this Pfizer director of the RNA department goes into detail how there's a significant problem with females that are having all types of menstrual issues and miscarriages and that uh, it needs to be looked at further, but then he kind of laughs and jokes it off like, well, it doesn't really matter, though. It's not our problem. You know, I find the level of arrogance that I see in that video and the level of arrogance that I saw from many individuals to be utterly repulsive over the last two years. 
there were people from all over the place that I would talk to that were just continually just belittling people, just putting people down, talking to people like they were dogs and lepers if they didn't want to get the shot because they questioned the shot, all because some individuals decided they didn't even want to wait a year or two or rely on their own immune system or trust their own body. They would rather go get an experimental shot over and over and over and over and over again simply because that was the narrative they were told to get. Now, interestingly enough, this is what I brought up earlier. This whole thing with this balloon just sham whether it was a Chinese balloon, whether it was a CIA balloon, I don't know, quite frankly, and I don't care. I can tell you one thing. It did a fantastic job at keeping Americans that are still living in the Matrix staring up at the sky, obsessed yep. with a weather balloon all week long. That's all everybody – isn't it funny? Pfizer has videos now that get released on them from Project Veritas, a Pfizer director talking about mutating viruses so they can keep their vaccine going. And not a single mainstream media outlet covers it, but there's a weather balloon floating across the country. And for an entire week, literally every single mainstream media outlet is putting coverage on it. Remember what I've continually said, and this goes true. This is Joseph Goebbels' ideas in a nutshell. If every single mainstream media outlet says the same thing verbatim over and over and over again, it's not news, my friends. It's propaganda, and it's designed to keep you distracted in a theater to make you focus on nothing else than what they're showing you while you forget you're in the invisible matrix. Do you really think the United States military allowed a secret surveillance balloon to fly over Montana with nuclear silos and didn't dispatch F-18s to make contact? and or shoot it down immediately that is standard operating procedure with every air force base in the entire country you don't just fly weather balloons over restricted air sport air force bases and cross the entire country and then suddenly oh we're gonna shoot it down when it's over the ocean oh because you know it's china provoking us china's provoking us come on guys it's theater at its finest example. There always has to be a boogeyman and a conflict that is not focused on who and really is doing it behind the scenes. And now again, we see that mainstream media doesn't want to cover it. The royal family in Thailand, uh, this is a huge deal. So the, the king of Thailand is now not too happy with what's going on with Pfizer, and they're completely breaking their entire relationship off with Pfizer after the royal princess, who is in heir to be in line next to her dad to essentially run Thailand, the country Thailand. Her name is Princess, and don't send me emails on this because I know I'm going to butcher this right now, and you guys can figure it out on your own if you want to start your own podcast in order how to say this correctly, but it's Baraja Kithyaba, B-A-J-R-A-K-I-T-I-Y-A-B-H-A, and she's the princess of Thailand. She got her third COVID shot recently and fell into a complete and total coma. She is now on a breathing machine and pretty much being kept alive by machines right now and is still not awakened. This is a huge deal when you're talking about top Thai royalty, and they gave her the Pfizer shot. Don't know why. I really don't. I'll be honest with you. I figured they would be sharper than that over there because they're probably very, very educated on what's going on in the world considering who they are. But now – Professors, attorneys, government of Thailand, they are now preparing to have the Pfizer contracts completely nullified, and they're demanding legal reparations in enormous amounts, stating that this shot is not safe, that they were lied to, that the research is not show anything. 
including the fact that it does not show that it's safe whatsoever. And now Royal Princess is in a coma after, I mean, like right after she got the shot. So I don't know how this is going to end with them. I really hope this is going to go mainstream viral and people start actually questioning the narrative. Ironically enough, at the same time, just a few days ago, while everybody's staring up at the sky, drooling on themselves apparently because there's a weather balloon that's allegedly China's secret surveillance that's floating across the entire country, California now uh, has now had to drop their COVID-19 vaccine mandate for all K-12 through students. If you remember, beginning of last year, 2022, or the end of 2021, they tried to mandate that by April 2022, every single child K-12 through in the public school system was mandated to get the experimental COVID RNA gene therapy shot if they wanted to go in the school system. Well, as you guys know, numerous lawsuits ensued after that. The withdrawal has now come from the state of California after the vaccine has proven not to stop any type of transmission or infection of COVID-19. And due to concerns of severe side effects on young, healthy children, many parents were not willing to vaccinate their children. And the lawsuits proved that California was completely and totally outside of their scope. I have said this, and I will continue to say this, and I will repeat this, even though I know I'm repeating it. Nobody, no government body, no state, no governor, no senator, no congressman, no president, nobody has a right to tell you you have to have an experimental injection shoved into your body because it's for the safety and health of everyone else. Nobody has a right to tell you that whatsoever. And again, this is now proven in court again. Kevin Kiley from California representative said California's COVID vaccine mandate for COVID K through 12 is formally withdrawn, having never taken effect to all the parents who joined together and fought back. We won to Gavin Newsom. You lost good riddance to that piece of trash out in California, Gavin Newsom. And this again is another reason why a lot of people are starting to wake up. Now, again, some people say, well, damage has already been done with some people. Um, I can say that is fairly accurate in some cases, but I can't say this. If people had not at least pushed back to what they did now currently, and people continually kept getting the stupid shot that Pfizer repeatedly kept changing, mutating, whatever they've been doing behind the scenes, it would be much, much worse right now, which is exactly what I think their overall goal was. But people like you, shows like us, parents who went to the school boards, attorneys that filed lawsuits, everybody that came together and banded together to take a step back and say, this isn't okay. We're going to talk about this. We're going to bring this up because I personally think that the COVID shots with Pfizer, I think they're expected to be drawn out much longer. This is why you see tens and hundreds of millions of vials and doses all across the entire world that are going done. They're they're throwing them away because they've expired. They're not working. Nobody wants to take them. They're literally sitting in freezers by the hundreds of millions. There's a reason why they produce those shots. Not only was it greed because they wanted to continue to make more money, they were expecting a higher uptake of shots in this country and throughout the entire world. And I don't think they expected the American population to be so vocal still. This is why they pushed so hard, and they still are, in the mainstream media and YouTube and Google and every social media platform to suspend, prevent, and silence anyone from speaking the truth of what really is going on with these shots. But, guys – the king of Thailand over there, the princess of Thailand, she's not a joke. This is not a joke that's happening over there. This is a serious incident, and I hope at least with this happening over there, more and more coverage is going to be shown that this thing is not safe. It's not healthy, and quite frankly, 
we all want a refund. Now, granted, that's probably a flim flam fairy tale, but the amount of money that was spent on the taxpayer dime to go to these pharmaceutical companies for a shot that was a complete and total lie, guys, I mean, that's thievery. I mean, that is finest example. So why in the world are we not discussing having Pfizer reimbursing the United States for tens of billions of dollars? Well, we pretty much know why, because Pfizer runs the FDA and the FDA runs the panels and Congress gets their kickbacks. But again, at the end of the day, I would at least like to see some congressional leaders that allegedly are running it now with Republicans, if you even believe any of that. I'd like to see them do some news interviews and talk about having money brought back from Pfizer and essentially having to come back in and be held accountable at least for lying. Because remember, the one thing about it is the Vaccine Protection Act from 1986, it gives Pfizer and all these other pharmaceutical companies carte blanche immunity, essentially, from any type of recourse from side effects. Here's the one kicker with that. There's one small asterisk in there is that if there can be proof that shows a pharmaceutical company willfully and wantonly pr produced a product that was known to cause harm that they knew was causing harm before they went for approval, a lot of times that will negate the protection in the clause. Now, is that going to happen? Probably not. Not with Pfizer as big as they are. But again, I really, would really like to see some members talk about this in the U.S. government, considering now we're realizing, which we already did, but now everybody's starting to realize this whole thing was a complete and total lie. But hey, hey, don't focus on that. You guys need to watch your Grammys. The Super Bowl's coming up. Oh, and focus on that big balloon that's coming across the country. Don't talk about anything else going on. The balloon and Grammys, most important thing. Bread and circus, bread and circus. I'm hitting you on the face with a loaf of bread. Take your bread. Shut up, peasant. Come on, guys. We got to be more acute than that. We got to keep speaking the truth. And you got to realize when you start hearing the exact same thing regurgitated verbatim on every single mainstream media source, understand what they're doing. You can hear it, but understand that is not news. That is not bringing you updates on what's happening. It is simply there to keep you distracted from the real truth that's going on behind the scenes. What do you think, Deb? <laughs> you know, Austin, uh, excellent opening segment. Uh, you're right. The balloon was a joke. We told you that on Friday. It's just they wait until it gets crosses the entire continent of the United States and shoot it, they shoot it down so it lands in the Atlantic Ocean so nobody can examine the contents. And you know, now the military is going in there. It's going to all be covered in salt water. It's all going to be destroyed anyway as far as electronics. And but they can't shoot it down, you know, when it's basically you know over Montana. They can't shoot it down when it's you know over Kansas or over Iowa or over wherever it is. And, and it's crazy because. It's, again, more obfuscation to get people distracted. I mean, the people in America are so stinking gullible. I remember when 9-11 happened, and I remember when they issued the Patriot Act. I had a good friend of mine. He's a circuit court judge, a good friend of mine. And he was so excited that we were going into Iraq. He was so excited that we were invading the Middle East. He was so excited about the Patriot Act. He was so excited about all of it and because he basically is Jewish, and he wanted to basically see Israel be get protected in the Middle East. But he's also a Christian, so he's kind of had mixed loyalties. It was weird. And I, and I told him, I said, dude, I said, Saddam Hussein had nothing to do with 9-11. I mean, why are we going into Iraq? I mean, this is basically, uh, you know, Mossad. This is, this is a, you know, MI6. This is CIA. Uh, this is, you know, other government entities and agencies around the world that are running the planet, including the international banking cartels. It has nothing to do with Iraq. And what it was for was basically when Wolfowitz went over there and put the central bank in the Iraq to control their assets to hopelessly indebt them like they've done the United States. That's what the whole thing was about. And also to get Afghanistan freed up so they could put you know, more poppy in Afghanistan and raise more heroin. 
course, that after 20 years of figuring out how to make, you know, fentanyl and figuring out how to make it synthetically, they decided to go ahead and just, you know, let Afghanistan go back to the Afghanis and they'll work with the people there as far as the people who want to raise the poppies and continue to push heroin out of that country. I mean, it's the crazy stuff you've ever seen. But this is the world that we live in now. And also, I've spoken to so many people now that have been shot up and they've had all kinds of side effects, including that lady I talked to a few weeks ago who's got that granulosis all over her body now, like these giant, basically, cysts that are happening all over the place. And it's like, you know, that's weird. And I've tried to talk to her about what she could do as far as maybe she could try some different type of protocol to try to help this. And, of course, zero response because they don't want to accept it because of the post-shot dissonance. And I, quite frankly, I can't say as I blame them on that. I mean, you know, if, you, if, you, if you know you've done something, you got hoodwinked and believe in something, you have to do one of two things. You either have to stand your ground okay, and just say, I'm not going to say that I was wrong, I was right, uh, and basically deceive yourself, or you've got to say, oh, my gosh, what have I done? What can I do to mitigate the damages? And it goes back to what Scott Fitzgerald said, a true sign of intelligence to be able to hold two opposing views at the same time. And look at what you did and realize that now you try to need to try to fix it. So all of this stuff is, you know, happening before our eyes, including what was happening, you know, with, you know, this big balloon. So was this balloon even doing anything or was it just a big balloon floating across the country with a bunch of fake stuff hanging on it with no true electronics on it just to basically obfuscate everything? And where was it released from? You know, if this thing was released from China, it had come across a lot of ocean, a lot of ocean in the Pacific to get over here. It was released off one of our ships. Or did the CIA release it off one of their ships? I mean, you know, the CIA kind of pretty much runs the Navy, whatever it wants to do, through the Office of Naval Intelligence, blah, blah, blah. You do the research, you know, Tavistock Institute, and take a look at what's going on. It used to be the OSS, you know, Offices of Strategic Services, became the CIA. All of this stuff is very, very, very real, and they're involved in it. So we have to obfuscate what's happening with Operation Veritas. It's getting too much traction, so we're going to send a balloon across the country. All right? So we're going to basically shock everybody. But in the meantime... The U.S. federal government is tracking people who decided not to get the COVID vaccine 19 COVID 19 vaccine injection. It's not a vaccine. The U.S. federal government is tracking people who decided not to get the vaccine. It's really frightening. This is Paul K. Frank Roberts, and they're planning another pandemic, as Bill Gates said. Question mark Are they going to blame it on the unvaccinated and round them up and put them in the camps? And you, and you look at what's going on, and you realize this is an article from National File. You know, the federal government is tracking unvaccinated people who go to the doctor. And to the hospital due to CDC designed surveillance program. This is an interest of being able to track people who are not immunized or only partially immunized. Wait a minute. What? Really? I mean, what happened to the Nuremberg Code against having to go against something that you don't want to do, being forced to do something from a medical standpoint? Isn't that what we complained about the Nazis did in the concentration camps, which they in fact did do? All these medical experiments they did. So they wouldn't do it on us now. We have to we have to submit. The U.S. federal government is tracking people who decided not to get the COVID vaccine injection, according to the bombshell federal government records and video exclusively obtained by National File. According to the shocking video, unvaccinated people are quietly tracked when they go to the doctor's office or to the hospital due to a quiet new program proposed and implemented by the CDC. Government meeting materials make it clear the new program is designed to track people who are not immunized or only partially immunized. This bombshell information was revealed in the latter part of last year, the virtual Zoom meeting of the federal government. I mean, this is insanity that they're doing this. But this doesn't surprise anybody, does it? Was that was that balloon? Was it have, did it have really electronic stuff on it? Did it? Was it tracking radio waves coming from people that have not been vaccinated, or from people that were vaccinated? There's a question for you. I have no idea. I'm just speculating now. They're saying that some of these people are putting out, you know, a Wi-Fi code because they have these electronics injected into it. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But the whole thing about this balloon thing 
is is a whole bunch of obfuscations. People don't pay any attention to what's really going on. The, you know, the Netanyahu Nazis now are moving Israel towards the Third Reich by trying to terminate judicial authority over government ministers. Yeah, you know, the, you know, they're they're basically crazy. What's what's happening over in Israel with Netanyahu? But I told you a couple of years ago, when he got kicked out. He'd be back. He's like a doggone, you know, bad penny, I guess. He keeps coming back and back and back because they're the ones he wants there. He's a hardcore Kabbalist Luciferian. And, you know, of course, they continue to run things. Look at the Variety.com article this morning that came out, and it said that Sam Smith – this is just sickening – Sam Smith, Kim Petras, brings Satan, the cages, and whips to the Grammys in a fiery, unholy performance. Why people watch this filth and why people even watch mainstream TV, including Yellowstone, blows my mind. It really does. Sam Smith just outbid their recent Saturday Night Live performance with unholy collaborator Kim Petras in a horror movie-inspired performance of the smash hit. Smith started the song in red leather, surrounded by a fleet of dancers that evoked Samara from the ring before cutting to Petras dancing in a cage, flanked by some dominatrixes wearing satanic headgear. I'm, I'm going to stop. You guys can read this yourself. And the imagery on this is absolutely awful. But again, it's what they let you know. Remember what they do? They've got to tell you who's running things. And what they do, they show you this stuff, and they make you think that you know it's okay, and they make it part of mainstream. This is why the NBA ran the ran the ran the, ran the, ran the whole transgender thing the other day with a bunch of bunch of drag queen story hours at a halftime performance. They they're all doing this stuff to promote this stuff to make everybody think that it's okay, not think twice about it. That's the goal here. And then the article came out from MSN.com and said American Christianity is due for a revival. Now, this article is basically obfuscation, and it really is. It, it, it talks about what happened in the late 80s and the 70s, the cultural upgrades, and the vivid example of a culture that has rejected Christianity. And, you know, think about it. It was a vivid symbol of a culture that had rejected Christianity. Now, I'm going to say something here. This article really makes me angry. I read it this morning. The culture didn't reject Christianity. The culture was given an alternative to Christianity. It was given cultural Marxism. It was given Playboy. It was given pornography. It was given alcohol. It was given drugs. It was given birth control pills. It was given the dissolvement of the nuclear family pushed to us by Hollywood through the Sabbatine Kabbalist Luciferian network there. And the people became confused because the mothers and the fathers stopped raising little Christians. They got all wrapped up in going out to the local bar and getting drunk. They got wrapped up in going out and being stuck on TVs and soap operas. They got wrapped up in believing Gloria Steinem was right when she said a woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle. They started believing all of this stuff because they got told it over and over and over again. And so they didn't give up on Christianity. They stopped being taught Christianity by the people who, who basically were their parents. Now, the, far, the thing about all of this stuff is this guy goes into this detail about this church. Now, here's what he says at the very end. I'm not going to read you any more because it's just, it's just propaganda obfuscation. It's just basically anti-Christian rhetoric is what it is, but it's very, very long, and you can read through it. And then it says, is Christianity going away in the U.S.? Now, no one can predict it will happen and how rapidly it will happen. There are many reasons to believe the growth with Christianity will resume. Now, listen to what he says. Listen to, listen to the twisted mess here on how he puts this in. Listen to this. This is why we fell from Christianity to start with. He's promoting that for the future. Listen, but it will not happen as far as the growth of Christianity until the church applies this famous saying of Jesus to itself. But whoever should be great among you should be your servant, even as the Son of Man came not to be served but to serve. If the church aims at loving service to one's neighbor while clearly speaking the truth, it will grow again and may have, may have a cultural influence. But if it aims at influence other, rather than in a humble service, it will have neither. Why are they saying this? Okay, why are they saying this? Because they want you as a Christian not to stand your ground. 
they take one Christian out of one one scripture out of context here, two scriptures out of context, and they say, oh, by the way, you basically have to turn the other cheek. You have to go ahead and promote cultural Marxism from your church. You have to promote gay marriage. You got to promote pedophilia. You got to promote grooming of children. You got to promote all of this stuff, and the church will have influence again. That's what this says. If you read it directly or indirectly or however you want to read it with what it's saying. And to me, all of this stuff is basically destroying and crippling Christianity because they're saying to us, don't stand your ground. Don't stay what the Bible says. Go ahead and promote everything you want to promote that's going to be culturally correct, but don't talk about anything else that goes against the Bible and why it goes against the Bible. And in the same article, they've got a big thing here. It's one for Israel. Bless Israel with Jesus. This is the, the meme that popped up at the bottom of this stuff. And what they're telling you is this, the people that are supporting this group of people here and supporting the destruction of Christianity are the same Zionists that are promoting the Schofield Reference Bible, the same Zionists that are promoting the rebuilding the Third Temple, the same Zionists that are coming in and bringing in you know, the Antichrist. They want, to, they want Christianity. They want all the men cuckold. That's what they want. They want to be emasculated. They want the women in charge, the guys cuckold. And the women, they want the women so confused because of cultural Marxism and feminism that they don't know what to do. And, you know, it's interesting to me. The more I get back out, I delve into the into the world of, you know, of, you know, being involved with other people, et cetera, and, and talking to other people. The more I see how much the world has been changed in the last 40 years from a cultural Marxism standpoint and from a woman's liberation standpoint. Now, mind you, I don't believe that women should be oppressed. I'm, a, I'm diametrically opposed to that. And any of you who knew the relationship personally that I had with Sharon, it was it was an amazing relationship in which we both lifted each other up and we both promoted each other all of the time. That's a real marriage. When you submit 100% to one another, I talked about that last week on the show in depth. But the reality is that that's not what women liberation wants. They want to put the boot on the neck of the husband. They want to put the boot on the neck of the man, and they want to force the woman to take go outside of her godly role based on what the Bible says and not have a mutual respect as far as a relationship and a mutual respect as far as what they want from the growth of the relationship. They don't want that anymore. They want the guy to be cuckold. In other words, look at Will Smith with his wife. He's cuckold. He does whatever she says. He's like a little – it's like he's got a leash on him you know, with a choke collar. You know, and she's walking 40 feet in front of him and she's snatching the leash on him and going, heel, boy, heel. OK, now, th- th- now that and that's the problem that we run into. That's not right. If you've got a relationship with your wife or your girlfriend or whoever you're with, it's got to be equal, 100 percent both directions. Instead of walking in front of your spouse, gentlemen, or instead of walking in front of your spouse, ladies, why don't you take their arm? Why don't you continue to court them and hold their hand and walk beside them? and be a partner and be a team member with them. Why don't we do that? That's the same thing that's happened with Christianity. Christianity has been cuckold by the world and by the media. Christianity has been basically pushed into the background of these groups that want Christianity to be all-inclusive and accept transgender story hour in the churches, which a lot of these churches are doing now. They're allowing you know, the Presbyterian church is doing that. The Episcopal Church is doing that. They're having, you know, you know, transgender story hour and you know, all this other weird stuff, you know, in their churches to promote that behavioral pattern when it's diametrically opposed to the Word of God. But they don't want people to think think about the fact that it's opposed to the Word of God. They want to think that it's culturally acceptable because they're trying to be all things to all men, including totally compromising the Word of God. You know, when Paul said, "I'll become all things to all men," so may some of you say. He wasn't talking about becoming a transgender, becoming gay. That's not what he was talking about. 
He was talking about learning how to relate to other people. So when you talk to them, that you can influence them to Christianity, that they could he could be their friend, influence them to Christianity, to pray for them. That's what that's what he wanted. And, and we've got to understand that. Very, very, very important that we see that. By the way, this is the Lou Rockwell article. It says, what are CBDCs? And here's what the central banks have planned for you. It says an acronym that has been recently tossed around in an ominous whisper is CBDC. It stands for Central Bank Digital Currency. And these are the digital versions of a country's currency. We talked here a lot on the organic prepper about digital currencies and the dangers of a cashless society. And it is the WEF has its way. We could be looking at just that. And soon the central bank has a plan to implement digital currency in the very near future. Now, it's interesting about this because it goes on to say, for the record, governments already have the ability to freeze personal bank accounts. This was tested in Canada last year during the Freedom Convoy when truckers protested COVID regulations. The bank accounts of donors, uh, the cause, were frozen without recourse. This actually happened to a friend of mine back in Canada, all because she made a $20 donation to the GoFundMe, which was incidentally withheld from its intended recipients. Anyway, a digital currency could mean such a controls as an automatic taxation or where and when you're allowed to make purchases. All the push of a button. Most likely way this could be rolled out is to fight inflation and to fix the economy. I'm going to go ahead and finish reading this from Lou Rockwell, but the reality is, is that they're telling you the truth about what they're doing and how they're controlling stuff. It's all going back into that beast system in which they can put us into a 5G system, 6G system, run through a D-wave computer with an interdimensional interface to Satan. And now they're saying they're making AI sentient. In other words, they're making it think. It's been thinking for a long time because it's not really artificial intelligence. When you connect it to a D-wave computer, in other dimension, you're looking at Luciferian. You're looking at Satan, the former angel of light that runs around masquerading, the former angel of music that runs around basically now seeking those who may devour. But as I've told you so many times, because of the blood of Jesus, he may not devour you. And that just, that just makes him unbelievably mad because he doesn't know what to do at this point now because he can't touch Christianity. And there's enough of us right now, like Austin said at the beginning of the show – who are standing their ground saying, you know what, how about we're not taking your stinking shot? How about we're not taking your stinking booster? How about we're never going to take any shots or any more boosters? How about you go pound salt, and how about we all watch Project Veritas together, and how about we realize who's really running this government? Why don't we realize that now because we're going to wake up. That's what they're scared of. That's why Austin was talking about it. Let's make all these things happen behind the scenes so they don't pay any attention to what's really happening. You realize, guys, from just a technological standpoint, how old the technology is on a balloon. It's a balloon, okay? Now, could it have been up in a high valence, high surveillance position? Could it have been being used as a satellite receiving unit? Could it have been something that was coming down by accident and happened to float across the United States? Could it have been all that? Yes. Could it be a low-level satellite that was being used for telecommunications that, that basically started losing air and started coming down and had a whole direct electronic array on it? Yes. We don't... Of course, we don't really know, do we? Because they dumped it off and they let it get into the Atlantic Ocean and they, and they basically sunk it in water that nobody's going to be able to go to because the military will be around it now. Why didn't they shoot it down when it was over Georgia or Virginia or Iowa or Montana? Well, they didn't want to do that because it may have been picking up data they needed to hear or it may have been something that really was part of the CIA, like I mentioned earlier in that. <laughs> Everything's so confiscated. Uh, here's another interesting story. Uh, New York School. This is almost ludicrous to me. Apologizes for serving watermelon and chicken and waffles on the first day of Black History Month after complaints that it reinforced negative stereotypes. How about it was just already on the menu? How about that? I mean, I like I like watermelon. I really like chicken too. And 
Waffles are okay, but they're kind of high, they're kind of carby for me. I really don't eat those. Food Bender issued an apology after the lunch they gave students at the Nyack Middle School on the first day of Black History Month was deemed insensitive. A lunch of chicken and waffles with watermelon for dessert for students reinforced negative African-American stereotypes. School principal and food vendor Aramak expressed regret over the incident with the vendor pledging to work with the school district. Well, how about they didn't know it was Black History Month? Hmm? How about they just didn't know that? How about they just thought they were bringing some food? The school's menu even started that day's meal was to be Philly cheesesteak, broccoli, and fresh fruit. But for some reason, the menu was changed to the last minute. So let's make it so it has to be racist now. How about they didn't have enough you know, Philly cheesesteaks? So they threw some chicken in there. Unbelievable. I don't even know what to say about this. When I see stuff like this come out in the Daily Mail with these big apologizes and what they're doing, what apology what they're doing, it kind of just makes me stop and just shake my head and say, you know – I don't know what in the world people are thinking all over the world to even promote stuff like this or even talk about this. But again, is it more just to create more racial divide? The other day I was talking to Van, my workout partner. I mean, I've known Van for 35 years. Good, good friend. I mean, I, I, he's a brother to me. I, I love him like a brother. He's a black man. I've told you guys that before. And, and I, I, don't, I don't see black when I see Van. I'm just saying that to make a point here. I mean, he was, uh, he's such a good friend that when my mom died back in 2006, he was one of the pallbearers and helped carry her casket. And, you know, here's the thing. Van and I have talked in detail about what happened in the 60s. Van's 71 years old, and we both remember the 60s. And he told me that what's happening now in our country with the racial division – because remember, Van's a pastor now too. He's also a former NFL player. He told me that basically uh, we, uh, it's worse now than it was in the 60s as far as the racial divide because it's being pushed through the media, through the government all the time. Back then they were trying to consolidate racism and bring people together. Now they're trying to push people apart to create more and more division, and Van's right. It's worse now. All of us who lived in the 60s that you guys read about, it was horrible, but this is worse because this never ends. Now you can't say anything about anyone no matter what they, what you do without being a racist or being a bigot. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just insanity. By the way, the uh, Koch network is now vowing to oppose Trump in Republican presidential primary. And he says, we've got to turn the page. Billionaire Koch brothers, network of donor class organizations, hardcore well, never mind. Opposed former Donald Trump as he looks to secure the Republican nomination. A memo from Americans for Prosperity, Emily Seidel, no comment, details the network's plan to publicly oppose Trump's candidacy in the GOP's primary, a move that comes as no surprise as the Kochs and former president have long been at odds on policy. The Republican Party is nominating bad candidates and are advocating for things that go against the core American principles and the American people rejecting them, the memo states. When you understand the landscape this way, it's clear our country must move past the current political situation. We've got to turn the page over the past several years. Lots of people are frustrated, but very few people are in a position to do something about it. Now it's time to rise to the occasion. I'm not going to I'm not going to I, I can't go here. It'll sound, it'll sound whacked if I do. But, but, but the reality is, is that, you know, these guys are still trying to control American politics. But I'll say it this way. Remember Otto Kahn? Yep. Let's use that as a metaphor. You guys can fill in the blinds here and you fill in this, this crossword puzzle on how I'm saying this is going to work. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and just say it. Heck with it. Coke Network, Coke Brothers, all controlled by central banks, all Rothschild cutouts. Just say it that way. Now, now we'd be blunt about it again. This is that group. This is the group that is being used as front people with huge amounts of money to control the narrative on both sides. Remember what Otto Kahn said? That these Luciferian Kabbalists, these weirdos, these Satanists, they control both sides of the political aisle and they hold the earth by its axis and they do whatever they want to do whenever they want to do with it at any time they want to do it. Always remember that, guys. Very, very important to understand who your enemy is. By the way, I had the opportunity to pray for you guys this morning and I love praying for you. You guys are amazing. 
I've been I've come all caught up with the Ask Dr. Ted at Yahoo.com. Ask Dr. Ted B at Yahoo.com. So if you guys want to send me some more letters, please feel free to do so. I love answering them. But remember something. No matter what they say to you, it doesn't make any difference because the power that raised Jesus from the dead resides in you. That you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Don't get caught up in this obfuscation. Don't get caught up in Yellowstone or balloons. I mean, you know, what are we going to do? Have a balloon fest here? My little grandkids have birthday parties all the time. We bring balloons. They're supposed to stand on the corner and be terrified of a balloon now because there was a balloon floating across the United States. Are they trying to program us for some kind of more stupidity? This is insanity. You stand firm in the word of God, and you realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, that this is the day the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice in it. And we're not walking in fear. We're not going to believe this obfuscation garbage. Heck with them. I'm going, to read the Bible. I'm going to read the Bible. I'm going to, I'm going to believe what the Word of God says because we can do all things through Christ. And we're going to put on our armor, and we're going to stand our ground no matter what. We're going to stand. At least we are on the $10 Austin Brower Show, and I know you, got, you guys, our listeners, do the same thing. What do you think, Austin? What's your next story? You're 100% spot on. And I mean, this is just continual obfuscation. I mean, like nobody's continually bringing up except, you know, alternate media about this massive, massive push for fake meat and soy-based meat and all this plant meat, which is all all based on soy protein, which is unbelievably bad for you as is, not to mention 99% of all soy is GMO sprayed heavily with glyphosate Roundup. I saw an article earlier here. Now, a massive supermarket chain, Lidl in Europe, is planning to cut down all meat products to serve the green agenda. Major European grocery chain Lidl is seeking to reduce the amount of meat products sold in stores in favor of alternative plant-based protein sources. They said the purchasing director of the German market, Christopher Graf, said this week at Berlin's Green Week that the supermarket retailer will seek to move away from selling meat because there is no second planet. Yeah, you know, I, I, when people make really stupid comments like this, it really cracks me up <laughs> because you continually hear them make these comments like, well, in order to be green, in order to save the planet, we all have to stop eating meat. We all need to chew on soybeans and eat crickets because that's the way we're going to save the planet. Completely and totally <laughs> ignoring the fact that human beings who have been here for thousands and thousands and thousands of years have continually eaten meat for the entire time they have been here. But yet suddenly now it's the new green agenda to make sure we're all eating crickets and soy burgers. No, it's the next agenda to get people is continually sick, continually stuck in the medical industrial complex, along with reducing their fertility, reducing their testosterone and overall all natural hormones in their body. Soybeans, especially GMO soybeans, are an unbelievably toxic food to continue to put in your body. Soybeans has estrogen mimickers in it. It can massively increase estrogen in males and females and cause all types of health problems. That's not even digging into the fact of what it does with the GMO glyphosate soaked down and round up its entire growth life aspect to it. So again, when you see articles like this, they continue to push this. This is what they're doing over and over and over again in order to keep the population more dumbed down. Same reason why they put fluoride in the water back in the 50s. The same reason why they've continued to prescribe all these drugs to people now, in most cases, who simply don't even have a problem. And I talked to a guy I knew the other day, and he has a uh, he had a stepson that he was dealing with, and uh, basically his wife went and put him on methylamphetamine, which is essentially it's a new, it's a new Ritalin. There's it's it's like di dimethylamphetamine, some new formula that came out with it. And I asked him, I said, well, is, "Is it working?" He's like, "Well, he seemed to stay more focused in school. You know, couldn't figure out what he's doing because his grades had gotten so bad." And he said, "So we took his iPhone, we took his video games away, and he's doing a lot better now." I said, "Well, let me ask you a question." I said. 
did you take away the iPhone and the video games before you'd put them on the methylinfinidate, or did you take them away at the same time you put them on the methylinfinidate? He's like, well, pretty much everything came to light with this report card, and we all pretty much did it at the same time. I said, did you think possibly about taking them off the video games and the phone before you put them on the methylinfinidate? He goes, well, well, that's, I, that's just what my wife wanted to do. And I said, okay, so I'm not, I'm not telling you what to do with your kids. I said, just look up the side effects of this stuff. I said, he'd be very addictive. I said, not to mention he's 16 years old, so he's right in the phase of playing baseball right now. His appetite's probably going to go down. Any type of stimulants always reduce your appetite. And I said, this stuff can be extremely addictive. I said, so use it as a tool, not a crutch if you're going to use it. I said, I'm not giving you any advice. I said, I don't like it. I wouldn't personally use it. I said, but this is up to you guys. It's between you and your doctor. I'm not getting involved in that. I said, but just as an idea, when kids continually have blue screen time which is iPhones, iPads, computers, TVs, so forth. They're on video games all the time. It messes up their sleep cycle. When children mess up their sleep cycle, they don't sleep very good. They wake up in the morning brain fogged. They're not feeling good. They're not focused. They don't have good memory. They don't have good attention span. And then on top of that, you're throwing in, in most cases, a bunch of GMO food, cereal, Cocoa Puffs, Pop-Tarts, just trash. So the body's in this continual phase where it's not actually getting any of the nutrients it really needs, and it's not getting adequate sleep and rest. And at the same time, you're pumping more toxins and the body can process. So, yeah, naturally, you're going to have a sleep-deprived, nutrition-deprived, toxic-ridden child that's in his teenage years that probably isn't going to have good memory span or attention span or focus whatsoever. So what do they do? Oh, let's put them on amphetamines like Adderall. Put them on methylinfinidate like Ritalin. That'll fix the problem. It's not fixing the problem. It's just covering up the symptoms for a short period of time because now he's staying stemmed out all the time. He can actually focus on stuff. The problem with it is even with methylinfinidate and amphetamines like Adderall, they take a continually higher doses to actually reach the, the, the aspect of what you're trying to get, the overall task, the desired effect of them. It's the same thing that can continue to happen. When people start using high, high dose of caffeine, I used to use coffee and enormous amount of caffeine products when I was bodybuilding back when I was in my 20s. One of the reasons why I started having issues with pericarditis. And what happens is the adrenals become so fatigued and so exhausted that you have to start taking higher and higher and higher doses of stimulants to get the desired effect. This is why I don't drink coffee anymore. And to those that drink coffee, that's completely up to you. It's your choice. But I found what happened was – if I don't drink coffee for a while and I go get a really nice big cup of coffee or some cold brew or something like that in the morning, it will perk me up. I mean, I am wide awake. And then later on in the afternoon, still feeling pretty good, start to come down a little bit. By that night, I go to bed. Usually my sleep's a little off. The next morning I wake up, though, and I'm, I can't – I got to get it. I'll, by the second day, I'm already craving it. I'll drink it. Start feeling really good. By the third or fourth day of doing that, I already noticed that pretty much in the morning, I'm not very functional until I get my coffee. And it happens to me that fast. I know that's a problem for me. That's why I stay away from it. I don't drink coffee. This happens to most people. This is why in the DSM-5, the Diagnostic Statistical Manual Psychology, they have caffeine addiction as an actual diagnosis, a problem, because people will start getting enormous headaches. They'll start having enormous fatigue, extreme irritability, all types of side effects when they detox off caffeine, especially when you're starting using high, high doses like with coffee. The other issue, too, that happens with coffee Coffee also stimulates cortisol much higher than normal coffee, caffeine, such as like green tea or some natural extracts. Coffee, because of the coffee being and what is in it, it spikes cortisol faster. That's why coffee will give people horrible jitters. They drink two, two, three cups of it. Also, they start getting the shakes real bad. 
because cortisol is so high. It's not just the adrenaline, it's the cortisol, the stress hormone. The body's under so much stress as a CNS stimulant, a central nervous system stimulant, the body can't function properly. It's overloaded. Start getting the shakes. You can't focus as well anymore because you're too stemmed out. These are all things you need to look at and address before you start using these products, and especially with young children. Look at making sure they're getting adequate sleep, making sure they're not using screens. If I had my children right now, they don't, they don't have iPads or iPhones, obviously. They have very limited TV time, if ever. Even when they get older, they get to that range. I'm going to have continual rules in the house as far as, A, no phones at dinner. That's always been a must. And secondly, there's certain times when you're done with the phone or done with the iPad or done with the computer or done with the video games or whatever you're involved in as a teenager. There's a certain cutoff time in those, and usually they say around 8 o'clock. Because if you're starting to go to bed about 9 or 10, they say at least one to two hours of no blue screen before you go to bed. Now, of course, as you get older as an adult, if you're working, if you're doing projects, you're working on spreadsheets, Excel, I get it. Sometimes you work late. Sometimes you're on the computer. Sometimes you watch a movie. I get that. But for young children, especially when they're developing, they need to have at least one to two hours of full detox from blue screen before they go to bed. This massively increases sleep helps them get in the room, sleep longer, helps increase alertness and awake in the morning, wakefulness in the morning, and also continues to let their body grow and rest. Because remember, young teenagers, they're in that full phase at that point. They're in puberty. They got their males. They got testosterone full dump. They got growth hormones on the highest levels they were going to get. Females the same way with different hormones, especially growth hormone as well. That is their peak time to grow, build muscle tissue, both bone density, strengthen the body, continue to grow the immune system and get it stronger. All that time is so important in that window, so the body needs adequate sleep, and it doesn't even be sitting on video games till 2 and 3 in the morning choking down Mountain Dew because they want to play the next new game that's out, whatever it is now, and then have to get up at 6 or 7 a.m. Be very aware of this and be understanding. If you're seeing a teenager with behavioral issues, look and see what their sleep patterns like and then look and see what their, their diet is like. The most children, teenagers, their diet is horrible. They're drinking soda, high fructose corn syrup, drinking caffeine products, drinking monsters, drinking tons of refined carbohydrates. That is a recipe for disaster when it comes to energy focus, attention, and so forth. The omega-3 fats like the children's DHA and the uh, children's, or not the children's, the uh, ultimate multiple chewable, those two staples right there are incredibly effective that I've continued to help so many parents get on with such a, even just even a tight budget. Those products will last for up to two months, especially if you use them properly. And so you're getting into that, and I had that on the website on the front page. It's still on a kit as far as the back-to-school back kit, the children's chewable with the COD DHA. Super effective stack, something to look at. But please do me a favor, my friends. If you've got friends, if you've got family, if you've got grandkids, if you have kids, before you start putting them on these extremely aggressive amphetamines or methylamphetamines, please look at their diet and their sleep patterns before you go that way. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm not saying it can't be helpful in some cases with some children. But what I'm saying is use it as a last-ditch effort tool, not as a crutch because their diet and lifestyle is not being conducive to overall healthy focus and nutrition in their life. Don't use it as the first the first goal to put them on because they're simply having an issue with a bad grade or bad focus. Look at the entire picture of what's happening and then make an informed decision before you start putting them on yes. scheduled drugs like that. What do you think, Dad? No, you're 100% right. I used to talk about the seminars all the time. I'd be in front of 40,000 people and I'd be following President Bush or whatever, Colin Powell or Schwarzkopf or whatever. And uh, I would come out and I'd ask the parents that. I'd say, you know, why would you put a child on a Schedule II drug before you tried dietary change? And I, I saw it all the time when I had the clinic, all the time. 
people coming with the kids all geeked up on Ritalin. And, you know, and I'm like, did you get them off the red dyes or the blue dyes? You get them off the hypoglycemic foods? Did you get them off the high glycemic foods? Did you get them on a good nutrient-based program? Did you get them on cod liver oil? Did you get them on all these different B vitamins they need that are methylated? No, 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 and no, and no, and no. We just couldn't take it anymore. We had to calm them down, so we put them on Ritalin. And what happens is in, the, in the developing brain, when you take this product, it gives you focus, but it also, you know, calms you down you know, in a developing brain, uh, in a brain that basically is fully developed like an adult when you give them, you know, you know, methylphenidate or Ritalin or, you know, a, a, you know or, or a blend of this stuff like with Adderall, what ends up happening, you get super hyper and, you, and you'll see people like this. Uh, you'll go to eat dinner with them and they're on Ritalin or they're on another methylphenidate, which is basically like cocaine, by the way, and they have no appetite. Their appetite's completely suppressed and they're, they're all giddy and they're laughing and they're giggling and they're acting weird. And you're like, all right, they're on something, and they're and they're probably on Ritalin or Adderall, or they, they could be on cocaine. Who knows? Nobody knows. I mean, you don't know. And and see, this is the problem that you run into with kids. You know, it's like if if, you, if I take a Sudafed, which I don't take very, I very rarely ever take those because they really mess with the prostate gland. By the way, with older guys, if you take Sudafed, you better be taking prostate support. Period. It'll make it swell your doggone prostate up so much you can't even urinate. Just thought I'd mention that. They may have to put a catheter in you. So if you're taking Sudafed, it'll get you hyper. It will get you excited. As an adult, you give a Sudafed fed to a child, it does the same thing that Ritalin does. It makes them want to take a nap. It makes them real calm. So be very, very careful with stimulants like that. It's bad. Now, change the topic. I talked earlier about this article that was talking about, will Christianity make a comeback? And I kind of said the article was just obfuscation, trying to get you to basically be cuckold as a man and, and basically become a woman's liberation as a woman and just destroy Christianity even further. Here's what's going to change Christianity. People talking about the blood of Jesus. Oh, yeah. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Talk about repentance. Talk about Jesus Christ. Talk about being born again. Talk about making a change in your life. Talk about having a relationship with the Most High God. Talking about this from the pulpit instead of letting their Masonic control boards and elders and deacons tell them what they can and can't talk about. That'll change Christianity because we'll have a revival from that. That'll bring us back to where we need to be in this country. When people say, I'm sick and tired of this unbelievable lie of the world gives me that I have to have more and more and more stuff in order to be happy. It's not the stuff, guys. It's the relationship that you have with God. It's the infilling of the Holy Spirit that gives you the righteousness, peace, and joy through a relationship with the Most High God. Then you don't have to worry about all the stuff all the time. It doesn't matter. Stuff doesn't mean anything at that point. It really doesn't. I mean, it's nice to have a nice car. It's nice to have a nice home. I, I got all that. But you begin to realize that the most important thing in your life is the relationship with the Most High God. Really, 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 really important. And these people out now out in California and all over the country now, zombie nation, hiring images lay bare, the crippling drug crisis ravaging America's communities, stretching from the Pacific Northwest to Massachusetts, from Louisiana to Philadelphia. Lethal drugs, including fentanyl and Trang, are driving up unprecedented opioid overdose epidemics. There were over 107,000 drug overdoses deaths in 2021, an increase of nearly 15% from the year prior, but stats can convey the devastation in American streets. We documented the unprecedented suffering. I'm going to post this. It's a good article. I don't have time to cover it now. Uh, just this past weekend, I was in Ybor City. I went to a really good Greek restaurant over there, and I was walking the street on, in Ybor, and there were homeless people laying everywhere, just everywhere, begging for money. And, you know, it's just, just really a weird situation that you run into because you start to understand just how messed up the country is and how drugged out it is. And the homeless population is getting bigger and bigger, especially in the southern states, you know, because in the southern states, they don't have to worry about freezing to death at night. So very, very strange situation now with the homeless population and the drugs. Bill Maher 
made another comment because I agree with about half of what he says, but he made what I agree with. He compared the woke movement to the Red Guard revolutionaries in China and the Soviet Union communists because they were trying to reinvent the very nature of human beings. Wow. He's, he's pretty good on this one. He slammed the woke memory. He's liberal. So the woke's supposed to be liberal. He says it's stupid. He slammed the left on his show real time on Friday night, comparing them to the murderous Red Guard revolutionaries in China and Soviet communists by trying to reinvent the very nature of human beings. Maher, who recently had his overtime segment added to CNN's lineup, bemoaned that he had spent three decades on TV mocking Republicans, and now he has to speak to Democrats who feel the same way about biology and gender. He claimed his analysis in his now in his show ending new rules monologue that the woke left is embodying the tactics of authoritarian movements like the Red Guard who would attack those who don't agree with their ideology. Maher said that the Red Guard would publicly shame traitors to the cause and make them wear dunce caps. Then he suggested the modern left behaves like children. So they want to change reality by screaming at and bending human nature by holding your breath. But that's the difference between reality and your mommy. The Emmy winning comedian cracked. Like I said, I don't agree with a lot of the stuff he says, but every once in a while, even a blind squirrel will find an acorn. And he found one with this. But remember, he's obfuscation. He's controlled media. He's on major, major shows, got a huge following. He's being told what to say because they have to maintain the energy of the derived conflict that they put together now between the woke and the right, the left and the right. You know, the woke people who believe in all these weird things and the people who don't believe it, the people that believe that a person can be 25 different sexes, these idiots. This is what he does. He's controlling the narrative on both sides to continue the friction, to continue the division. Just thought I'd mention that, though he was right about this. I love you guys, and I appreciate you. You guys are amazing. You keep your heart focused on the Most High God. You keep your heart focused on Jesus. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. And- 100% continue to encourage one another to think outside of the box. I say that sincerely. My dad was talking the second ago. I was listening to him taking notes. I also pulled up an article that came out. It was on Breitbart, and it's, again, more of this balloon theater. And this, I'm bringing this up because I want to show you guys the level of propaganda they're putting out there with this. Stated China shooting down spy balloon, an obvious overreaction, and we may shoot down U.S. aircraft. Now, first off, this is all complete and total theater dramatics. This is what all this is now. They're saying that the action to take down the balloon over the U.S. was an obvious overreaction and that it was a balloon for meteorologist research vessel for civilian purposes that had accidentally left Chinese airspace. Now – if you believe any aspect of this entire theater show, dude, there is some incredibly good, super cheap oceanfront property in Kansas that just came up for sale as well. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic. The fact that this suddenly showed up and suddenly entered U.S. airspace and was suddenly over military installations and they never bothered to talk to the U.S. because it suddenly traveled from China all the way over to the U.S. continent. This is laughable at best if this thing even had anything to do with China. If they're not working together in unison to produce the dramatic effect of distraction that they did so successfully, this will be probably the last time I cover any of this theater anymore. But I want to bring it up again how stupid the narrative has become on this topic and the fact that it got so much coverage for an entire week, yet nothing is being talked about with Pfizer. Nothing's being talked about with the the princess in Thailand, none of that is being brought up, but yet we're wanting to talk about this unbelievably satanic thing on the Grammys and all this other stuff with this balloon on mainstream media articles. Show you again 
the distraction and Joseph Goebbels' propaganda is alive and well here in the United States, brought in through Operation Paperclip. And there was something that somebody brought to me the other day. They sent it to me, and I brought it up before on the show, but I want to bring it up real clearly why anybody actually thinks any of this stuff isn't complete theater. Operation Northwoods, if you guys remember this, was from 1962, and it was a proposed false flag operation against American citizens that originated within the U.S. Department of Defense of the United States. Proposals called for CIA operatives to stage and commit acts of violent terrorism against American military and civilian targets, blaming them on the Cuban government and using it to justify a war against Cuba. The possibilities detailed in Operation Northwoods detailed about the remote control of civilian aircrafts, which would be secretly repainted as U.S. Air Force planes, a fabricated shoot-down of U.S. Air Force fighter aircrafts off the coast of Cuba, assassination of Cuban immigrants, sinking boats of Cuban refugees, blowing up U.S. ships, and orchestrating terrorism in United States cities. The proposal was rejected by President John F. Kennedy, and he was killed not very long after that. So lest you believe the DOD and CIA continually has nefarious plots that are not going along with the constitutional public or positive for the American population, just look at the stuff that they've proposed over the years and think about what they've actually done that nobody knows of that's black ops. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Appreciate you, my friends. Thank you for your continued support. Healthmasters.com if you need anything at all. Be sure to check out the prostate support on sale for the last two days. And also be sure to check out the Healthy Immune System Kit and the Maximum Energy Kit along with the um, Healthy Testosterone Support Kit. Over 15% off right now for the next few days. Healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. 